The Hidden Grid, The Six World Chronicles, Harlequin, Hates, Session 1, Part 1. Hey gang, well, it's good to be back to doing regular episodes, and although I'm sure you guys enjoyed last week's free roaming run, I think you're a little bit more interested in seeing how our runners do on actual adventures. That said, I'm pleased to be back at Harlequin and the joys of this particular mission set. So, this time around we got Andrew and Ante running their characters and, well, we'll see how they handle the story arc and the overall line of Harlequin in this particular set. It's, uh, well for one, Elle was the one who got the metadata last time, so I'm not quite sure the guys know exactly what's going on and I think it'll be a little bit yet before they fully realize. In the meantime though, Jump in, enjoy, and we see how exactly they handle those oh-so-loving hates in the Harlequin mission line. Take care. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Six World Chronicles. So... It's been a bit, but we are back with Andrew and Ente. How are you guys doing? Doing good. I'm doing splendiferously. Awesome. So, uh, we spent a lot of time last episode starting off trying to get everybody up to speed with how we're going. Uh, let's not bother with that this time. Okay. Instead, we're going to start right off with you guys getting a job. I'm scared. Accept it. So... It is Monday, the third week of March, because I don't care about counting what actual day of the week, uh, month it is. Months magically just have four weeks now in my Shadowrun setting. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Ente, you've been kind of staying in a little bit of a coffin motel as you're still trying to find a place and hopefully more work. Mm -hmm. Uh, the telecom on the wall, well, wall is kind of a, you know, just interesting term when you're talking about a, Small space, probably no bigger than, well, you. Uh, the telecom in your unit starts buzzing. Then I'm going to answer it, hit button, do do something magical on the screen to make it work. Technology. Mm, magical on the screen? No. Okay. <laughs> or like, no, not actual magic. Okay, so... You hit a button, uh, the Tridio screen clicks and up. Uh, you see a small figure cloaked in shadow. Uh, just basically talks on kind of electronic voice. Uh, automatic messaging service. You requested for a meeting at the restaurant Takuri. Uh, would you, kind of messing this up. Uh, please ask for the name Charlie. This is a job offer, and we think you'd be perfect for it. With that, the loop uh, image kind of loops and plays the message again. Is there an accept button or something that I gotta do to? No. No. Oh. Okay. Then. Okay. So uh, you click it off. Yes. Cool. Okay. Uh, Andrew, you get a similar thing uh, in your apartment. The telecom beeps and buzzes. I will let it beep and buzz until the end of this romance scene. Okay. 
and then uh, I'll answer. Beeps and buzzes, uh, and unfortunately the romance scene goes on longer than the call does, but it ends up uh, going to your voicemail. Okay, then I will answer my voicemails. Mm-hmm. And I guess it still ends up playing about the uh, same message, the uh, same silhouetted figure uh, saying to ask for the name Charlie at the restaurant to curry. To curry, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, you guys head off, or are you going to do anything first? Uh, I will wipe my eyes, and then I will take my Ford Americar there. Cool. Those, uh, those romance sims really getting to you? Yep. Ten stuff, man. Yep. I'm going to take my bike there. Okay. Alright, so you guys arrive about the same time. Uh, you see each other in the parking lot. Do you kind of meet up or what? I will give him a short wave and head in. Cool. So there's a little bit of a uh, group of people waiting at the kind of entrance to the area. Uh, Takuri is very full. Um, like, just every table is covered, taken care of. But it's that type of, you know, kind of Japanese restaurant where you have all these tables that are kind of clustered together for certain meeting parties, but you have like a large wall between each group of tables. Uh, in fact, you almost hear a slight buzzing around them, uh, which you kind of automatically identify as a white noise generator. So, uh, as you come in, uh, a large Japanese man in kind of a over-the-top cliche kimono uh, smiles slightly uh, at you. Can I help you? He says in a very not-Japanese accent. We're looking for uh, a man named Charlie? Or a woman. He nods. <laughs> he nods uh, and points towards a door uh, deeper into the restaurant. Uh, it's kind of past a lot of the larger tables. Okay. Um, I'm going to thank him and can head towards that door. Okay. So, uh, fairly straightforward. You guys uh, head past the gathering tables. Uh, pretty much nobody kind of notices, notices you. I mean, it's cyberpunk. Yeah. So, inside there are three people waiting for you. Uh, a older-looking woman... Uh, kind of wearing just normal cosmetics uh, and a small business suit. Uh, you see a guy to her left, younger guy. Uh, make a perception check for me. Alright. Where the fuck did my dice go? Hmm? Oh, fudge. I just dropped a freaking dice all over the place. Alright, intuition, right? Mm-hmm. I really need to write those down. I'm doing that after this. Whoa! Oh, looks impressive. Two successes. Two successes? Okay. Two. Okay, cool. So, um, while Wired looks younger, uh, he definitely has a look of kind of a seasoned vet. Uh, the tray chic leather he's wearing has a certain little bit of wear you notice. And you also catch that, uh, around the elbow and wrist areas, there's actually slits in the leather where you'd ideally expect to see cyberspurs coming out of someone. 
The third person you see, however, is probably the youngest person in the room. Everything about him kind of screams green. He kind of is nervously looking at you guys a little bit. Uh, he's the only one who's obviously armed, wearing a streetline special in a shoulder holster, which you see under his jacket. So, as you come in, uh, the woman in the center smiles at you and says, Come in, sit down. I'm Charlie. It's nice to meet you. Alright. I'll come in and take a seat. Okay. Have uh, either of you eaten yet? I make it a point not to uh, take a meal with my Johnsons. Oh, that's a shame, because, uh, well, we have a couple boats coming. Hmm. How about you? She says, talking to you, Ente. Um, I'll take if as long as you're offering. Awesome. Uh, so she kind of smiles. Uh, the older guy with her kind of relaxes a little bit. While Trey is still, even as food comes, is still kind of like watching you guys nervously type. So, um, Andrew, you're just not going to eat it all? Yep. Okay, so uh, for the next 20-30 minutes, uh, food continues to come. She eats, she chats. Uh, she basically is trying to get a sense of knowing who you guys are. Uh, just trying to see what your activities in the city have been recently. She's extremely forward about it. She's extremely relaxed about it. And has basically been asking if you've had much luck finding work and things like that. Okay. Uh, I guess I will impart that work is slower than I like. I understand that. It's been quite a drag here and there with uh, corporations kind of buffing up their security and making jobs a little harder for our type. So is this the reason why you've called us? Indeed, indeed. Uh, since you guys have started finishing up eating, uh, she kind of taps the young guy on the shoulder. Uh, Trey, why don't you go wait outside? He kind of stands up, nods, and Again, keeping an eye on you guys, heads out the uh, door. Mm-hmm. So once the door closes behind him, Charlie kind of sighs, uh, collects herself for a minute, and then looks up at you. Uh, maybe you've heard of the group known as the Association Paranobilis? Uh, the public knows them as proponents of the elven ideal, but my client has a somewhat different view. Uh, at this point, Charlie tosses uh, you, Andrew, a small envelope. Okay, I will open it. Okay. Inside are some old-fashioned fo- uh, photographs, the kind you ethically have to develop. Uh, they're photos of elves who have been murdered in various archaic ways. Uh, sword wounds arrows sticking out of them, that type of stuff. Uh, like the type of stuff you'd expect to find like a medieval assassin doing. Charlie uh, pipes up, the APN has been killing elves who don't believe in their, quote, elven ideal. A concept of skipping through metals while 
playing a fragging loot. My client wants them eliminated. He's offering 20,000 new yen, plus certain bonuses that I will explain in a moment. To take down an entire organization? They're small. Hmm. Not as big as you'd think. She pull, uh, hits a button on the table, and a small kind of, what looked like a kind of ornamental candle that was there, kind of dims out before the ring around it lights up, and a small display of downtown Seattle shows up. Uh, Charlie hits a button in front of her, and it kind of zooms in on the Ranruku Arcology, the massive structure spanning like blocks, mm-hmm. and she points to a small building near it. Uh, their headquarters is in the shadow of the archaeology. The target of the run are the six core men- members of the APN who live at this headquarters. It'll be tough, but I believe you can do it without bringing the Renruku Reds down in your heads. And I spoke of bonuses. The first is dropping this off, and she holds up a large sealed, another large sealed um, envelope. You are to leave this on the lap of the APN leader, uh, who's called Zarek the Mad. This part of the run is worth an extra 2,500 new yen. The second bonus is a bit of headhunting. The APN is composed almost entirely of elven posers. Elf wannabes who've had surgery or wear false ear tips to look more like elves. My client wants the false left ear tip of each APN core member for a further bonus of 3,000 new yen per tip. These bonuses would bring the combined total of the job to approximately 40,000 new yen, which should be more than enough for a night's work. Actually, my client really cares little for the final condition of the APN as long as they are shut down. The six, six ear tips are collected, and the envelope is delivered. How's it sound? Sounds hmm. doable. Sounds like it can be done. Okay. Okay. Now, the run has no deadline, but the sooner you get it done, the sooner you get paid. I can offer you 5,000 new yen as an upfront. And. Let's see, I'm trying to see if there's any other information she needs to give you. So. Yeah, I can get you 5,000 new yen up front if you need it. I can also offer you any additional muscle if need be, although I'd imagine they'd be willing to, uh, they'd be wanting some of the either payment or some specialized payment ahead of time. Sure. So, let me know if you need anything. Thank you, Charlie. It'll be a pleasure. I look forward to seeing how, uh, the results you guys have. All right. Now, I don't suppose I could interest either of you in having dessert. Um, I'm going to look over at Andrew and see what he's, uh, whether or not he's wanting to leave or stay. Uh. Mr. Gray is already getting up, and he's put the envelope into one of his pockets, like the inside jacket pocket. Okay. So, Sounds good. So I'm going to politely decline, claiming that I'm way too full to have dessert. Not a problem, gentlemen. I understand. 
With that, uh, Charlie taps her comlink. I just sent you both my number and uh, Wired's number here as well. She says, pointing to the man to her right. If you need anything or need to update me on the status of the run, that'll be how you contact me. All right. All right. So okay. this, at this point, you guys head out? Yep. All right, yes. Justin, just so I have my notes correctly, the target is the three main bosses of... Six. Uh, six. Why do I have three? No, six main bosses of APN. Uh, leave the envelope on the lap of the main mm-hmm. a- APN leader, and then collect the false left ear tip of the six bosses. Yep. Those last two bits are uh, bonuses, but you know. How much are the yep. bonuses? It's 2500 for the envelope, right? Uh-huh. And then 3000 for each of the ear tips. 3000 per per left ear tip. Yep. So that's basically 20,000 overall for sorry, 20,000 initially and then uh, another 20,500 afterwards. Just so we clear, take down meaning kill them or just take them down? Basically shut down. So it doesn't necessarily say dead, but, yeah. you know, killing would definitely shut them down. Yeah. Uh, getting rid of their headquarters might shut them down, finding out their records. All that stuff might define shutting down. It, essentially, it sounds like who, whoever the main client is wants these people to be completely unorganized at this point. Okay. So, and you kind of already know that based on the photographs she handed you, uh, these people might not be goody-goodies. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, but the posers who are fans of them might just be, you know, fans Mm-hmm. The core group might be the murderers, like people, well, who, like people who are enamored with like mobster films. Yeah, they're not actually mobsters, but the mobsters are really bad guys. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, she did give you the uh, when she said you were com code. She did send you uh, information about where the headquarters is mm-hmm. uh, that she indicated on the map she so- showed you. Okay. Uh, so it's basically in the downtown area, literally two blocks away from uh, the Renraku Arcology. Located two blocks from Okay. Excuse me. How do you spell that? Minraku? Yeah, Ren. Maybe. Well, I'll let you know. I'm pronouncing it ph- uh, phonetically, so. Okay. Arc- <laughs> Which is probably wrong, but I don't care. Call. Arcology. Alrighty. Good enough. <laughs> mm hmm. Alright. All 
right. And so these are a bunch of ragamuffins. They're not corporate. Yeah, but you never know. Was there anything else that she gave us? You other? didn't ask. <laughs> Probably should have. Yeah, well. I got her number. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Although I do kind of find it interesting, this particular job is to take out elven posers. And what are both of you? Elf. Actual elves. <laughs> My name is Orlando Bloom, and I'm not ashamed. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm used. All right. Um. Okay. Sorry, I was just looking through my list of stuff here. Um. Alright. Uh, I would like to... I'm gonna head over... Well, I guess I'll talk to your character. And say... Um. I'd like to head over and, uh, scope out the place. See what's nearby, what sort of place this is. I'm not going to go in, just take a look at it. Okay. Sounds like a good plan. Sure. Alright. Okay. So, um, you, so you are uh, riding together or separately? It's up to you. I'm taking my car, my Ford car, because, well, I don't want to get on a bike, because I'm probably too large for the bike. The street runner bike like he has? Yeah, probably. Hmm. Trying to think, because bike doesn't leave much coverage. But a car does. But I'm not sure if I want to leave the bike in the parking lot. Either. Well, it's not a bad restaurant. It's a nice place, isn't it? Yeah. It's a nice restaurant. It's not like... like, Okay, so you're looking around the parking lot. Mm -hmm. There are cameras here. You see kind of automated things here and there for, like, when cars leave. In fact, you took a ticket to get into the parking lot in the first place. Okay. So. Um. Do you mind if I ride with you, Mr. Gray? I don't mind at all. Come along. Okay. So I'm going to hop in with Mr. Gray. Okay. Alright, so you take a drive over. Adventuring. It is extremely easy to find your way to this place, at least the general area, because you just look for the gigantic building in the, taking up the skyline, uh, and just drive to that. Because the archaeology dominates the view. It's just, it's the largest structure in the city. It's the largest structure this side of the continent. Jeez. Wouldn't be surprised okay. if it's actually at the time the largest one on the continent, actually, for a few years. So it gets complicated when you start getting near the archaeology and you start having to run around the kind of traffic system the Renraku security forces have set up. Uh, you do a little finagling, though, and find your way over to a side street, uh, like I said, two blocks away from the archaeology. The building you find that uh, for the address she gave you is a small two-story building. It looks like it might have intended to be a warehouse at one point, 
But you could see where, just from here, you could see where the original building was altered and floors were added in. Uh, it's not exactly, like, the most up-to-date building you've ever seen, but it's definitely a relatively secure-looking building. Uh, if you give me just a second, I can give you better statistics on that. So, uh, the entrance is off to the... Uh, side of the building, it kind of is pressed into a little bit of the parking lot. Uh, there's a bunch of cars there in the building. Most of them are kind of cheaper, low-end cars, or the type of stuff that you might expect from, say, uh, low-income families. Nothing fancy. Um... Uh, but all the cars, or at least some of the cars, look like they've had like extra metal welded to them here and there. And the building itself looks like it might have actually had, like, kind of enclosed things put around the windows, kind of giving a security kind of look to it. Any uh, video cameras at all? You only see one video camera facing the front door. It does not cover the parking lot. I should mention that even though it's, like, almost noon at this point... Uh, this building is covered in darkness because the sheer size of the arcology and the nearby buildings actually causes it to be in shadow. That is good. All right, so and bad. I'm going to do a quick um, a sensing uh, and take a look and see what's going on to see if there's any like spirits or anything nearby. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check. Do you need me to roll for you while you're downstairs? <laughs> nope, I brought my dice with me. Awesome. Uh, two successes. You don't really see any uh, spiritual activity nearby, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, the kind of air around the place is kind of, well, I'd describe it as creepy feeling. There's a lot of life in the place, though, uh, the type of stuff you'd expect from somebody's home or a dormitory, that type of thing. But sure. otherwise, it, it kind of has this creepy vibe about it. Hmm. And okay. I can tell you more if you have sense. Alright, I guess I will do an ascensing test. Okay. And what is that? Will? I believe it's willpower related. Can double check that real fast. Got the book open for a reason. Let's see, magical skills. The sensing is no intuition. Oh shoot. Intuition five, six, seven. Seven if I did any of sensing. You can do two. Alright. Two successes. Two successes? I got three. That's correct. Okay. So, it's about the same. Okay, so, like I said, the overall sensation of creepiness that the kind of colors and appearance of the place in the Astral Gave uh, are definitely full-fledged as you kind of focus your sensing into the building. Um, there's this air of desperation about this place. The, the kind of dark vibe of 
desire to leave, desire to escape, and this overall sensation of anger and hatred and resentment that seems to like fill the energy of the place. Mm. Okay. It is not a happy, lovely, fun place. Um, I'm also going to say, as you're kind of driving past the place, uh, you do notice a small flyer on a light post nearby uh, talking about Thursday meetings uh, for the APN. Uh, it kind of highlights on the flyer. There's like flyers all in the neighborhood as you're driving around talking about uh, elves welcome to the APN Thursday meetings. Uh, join us in helping to help the cause of uh, Paranobilis and other and elves throughout the world. Well, I'll look over. What, what is your character's name again, Ente? James. I'll look over at James. Well, I guess we know when we're stopping by. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm going to go ahead and make note of when that meeting is. Uh, it's Thursday evening. Thursday evening, like 7, 6? Yep, about 7 or okay. so. Okay. Meeting Thursday evening. Okay. Alright, sounds like fun. Um... I am going to take a look around, uh, just looking outside the car. Do I see any elves or posers nearby? Uh, let's see. Yeah, you do see some people walking past here and there. Uh, they do kind of stand out because, well, th- they're shorter than what you'd expect for an elf, and they're dressed in, like, well, you want to say leather armor. Not like a leather jacket, not like you know, uh, Native American le- uh, leathers. No. The, the dude is wearing leather armor. Huh. Okay. Uh, I will... Oh, and he's got really, really pointy ears. Like super pointy? Like super pointy. <sighs> Alright. Um... I'm going to look over at James. I'm going to do a little bit of recon really quickly. I'll be back. Then I'm going to get out of the car, head over to one of the light posts, and Mm -hmm. stand there staring at the post, at the the little uh, message. Okay. All right, so, and you leave uh, James at the car down the street? Yeah. Okay, cool. Alright, so the guy continues to kind of meander down the street until he kind of gets near you. Um, how are you dressed, by the way? Uh, I'm dressed in my standard uh, Mr. Gray attire, gray business suit. Uh, okay. It's like, I'm not at my computer, but it's like the, the corporate... Um, right, the kind of corporate suit and yeah. kind of trashy kind of look. Yeah. Okay. 
so you hear the uh, voice behind you. Tch, what are you wearing that get up for? It's comfortable. No, no, man. That, 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 that's the shit they want you to wear, man. That's, that's just the modern world and shit. You know, that's not natural. That's not what elves should be wearing. I'll look over at him. So he's kind of standing there with his arms crossed, kind of sneering a little bit. He is definitely eyeing the suit. He does not like it. I'll jerk a thumb over at the uh, the sign. You know anything mm-hmm. about this? Yeah, man. APN. Dude, freaking, uh, we're all about like helping you guys, getting you guys back to your nature, getting everybody back to normal, the right way it's supposed to be, you know? The elven ideal. You should come check us out, man. Like, like the father says, we got a meeting on Thursday for new members, people interested in joining, that type of thing. You know? Zarek's talking this week, it'd be great. Who's Zarek? Zarek's our, uh, the leader. You know, he's been. He's been running the APN for years. You know? He's a hell of a speaker, and he's just... He's great, man. Wow. Uh, it sounds very promising. I might I might stop by. Uh, you know, tell me something really quickly. Yeah. Do you mind if I take a bit of your time? No, no, sure, sure. No problem, man. Look, what I mean, what sort of things do I have to do in order to be you know, a part of APN. Well, dude, it's... It's all about keeping to the ideals. The, the things that are right in this world, you know? It's... In the modern world is so full of technology and, you know, suits and, and corporate goons. Like, like the people in that fucking thing, he says, pointing to their ecology. You know? It's it's not about, like... Like, you know, wild free. It's like it's like those people down in in, uh, in the sea. You know, the, the, the elven homelands and all that, you know? They've, they've changed everything. They got rid of the cities and, and, you know, they don't have any cars anymore. They, so yeah, man, you should totally come check us out. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's all about like, you know, down there in the tier, they, you know, in the tier, they don't, they don't drive vehicles anymore. They have horses now, you know, and, and griffins and, and shit like that. They don't freaking, you know, have like pollution in the air. You know, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's all about the open ideal. You know, When I see trids about the elven ideal, I don't see very many my color. What Aww, do you guys dude. feel about that? Dude, 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 dude. Yeah, we get all those, all those, uh, you know, different types of elves. You guys are elves, you know. I mean, you're from what? Uh, uh, shit, shit. Um, you're from the the Zulu tribes, right? You guys are basically an elven nation in yourself. You know, yeah. so yeah, you guys are part of it. Hell, you guys are more natural than, than than most of the elves you see in North America. You know, you guys still go around in the in the tribal armor and such a lot. I mean, I don't, I don't know why you're wearing that corporate monkey suit, man. I mean, you know, you should you should come to the meeting. Uh, like when you come to the meeting, lose that suit suit, man. You know, come in like you know, kind of your traditional outfit or like robes or something, man. They'll love you. Huh. All right. Well, I'll think about it. Thanks for spending the time. I might bring a friend along. Oh, that'd be even better. Even better. Is he, is he, is he like you? He's an elf. Alright, alright. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Well, good seeing you, man. Thanks. And your name? Uh, my name is Thomas. Thomas. Alright. Nice to meet you, Thomas. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, What's yours? 
Dorian. Dorian. All right. Good to meet you, Dorian. All right. All right. I'll see you there. All right. Head back to the car. Cool. Huh. Well, James. Seems like you had a long chat. They're all a bit crazy. To be expected. I mean, now, there's something to be said about fans and enthusiasts. There's something completely different to be said about crazy people. So, I think perhaps we'd be giving the Elven Nation uh, a reprieve from this insanity. Should we go ahead and um, shut this down? So, I don't think... Everyone needs to die, but I think the organization needs to be exposed for what it is. A group of posers uh, obsessing over the trivial ideal. Mm-hmm. A little bit of paper trail gets leaked. Some things people don't need to know necessarily, maybe. And you've got yourself a corporate Justin. scandal. What's up? I want to give my publisher a call. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to ask her <laughs> if she knows of any um, news agents who I might be able to speak with uh news agents what do you mean like reporters about what particular thing like what do you uh like about just to get you in contact with one yeah just just get me in contact with one because i wouldn't know how to do it myself but she's in publishing so she should have like some contacts okay at the uh, very least, people at, at the, on the bottom of the totem pole who have to cover, like, book reviews and shit. Maybe someone who's who wants to break into hard-hitting news. Well, she says she has a friend of hers who's a freelance reporter. Um... She'd be uh, this uh, lady named Carrie Taylor if you want to speak to her. That'd be perfect. Okay. Uh, she passes you the number. Uh, she also asks us how the uh, manuscript's going, by the way. It's going lovely. Good, good. Hope to see you soon. All right. Note to okay. self-write manuscript. <laughs> Alright, um, freelance reporter. Okay. Um, I will give the freelance reporter a call, Carrie Taylor. Mm hmm. Uh, okay, so, uh, dark haired woman answers the phone. She's in her early 30s. Uh, she's, looks, the view behind her is, uh, kind of the, one of the busier streets in downtown. Looks like she's answering her, uh, Tridwatch, 
as she's kind of holding, you can kind of see her shoulder. She's entering a trade watch inside of a cafe. What can I do for you? Hi there. Uh, this is Mr. Gray. How are you this evening? I'm all right. Um, what can I do for you? How'd you get my number? Uh, we have a mutual associate in publishing. I just wanted Sylvia? to know. That was the yes. name of the publisher, by the way. <laughs> so, yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a second. No problem. Yes. Um, okay, well, why don't you shoot me your way? Or try to shoot you my way, rather. I have uh, a bit that might be interesting to you. I understand mm-hmm. that you might be willing to enter hard-hitting uh, reporting. Yeah, like an interesting story, I'm a a little busy with one particular story right now, but eh, it's always interesting to get new leads. What's up? What do you know about the APN? Uh, with that, her face kind of tightens a little bit. Uh, in fact, you kind of notice a little bit of uh, anger showing her face politely. I know a couple things about the APN. Is that why uh, Sylvia sent me sent you my way? Well, Are you I looking not... into them? I'm looking into them, uh, and I've been... When can we meet? When's a good time for you? Whenever you'd like. I'm free now. Well, I'm sitting down to have lunch over at the... Uh, uh, she gives you a name of uh, kind of a restaurant not too far away from you, actually. Okay. Uh, I can wait up for you. I'm on my way. Okay. All right, I'll turn to James... Looks like we've got a lead. And let's follow it. Down the rabbit okay. hole we go. Alright, so you guys head over to a restaurant. Uh, I need to think of a fake name with us if not say the restaurant. <laughs> mm, fake name, fake name, fake name. Chipotle. I said fake name. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Should definitely be the plot twist. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's actually funny. Taco Bell. Sorry. Funny. Demolition Man. Okay. Uh, no, I already got the name. So you guys drive up. Uh, it's a small little uh, restaurant uh, on the first floor of a you know decent sized office building. Uh, the sign says Sunside Downs, and it's kind of a chalk outline board outside of it. It's Kind of rare seeing a chalkboard outside of a restaurant these days. You're so used to seeing uh, augmented reality objects. So you guys pull into the parking lot that kind of goes underneath the building. And there's a small elevator to head straight to the restaurant. So you guys right. both head in? Or just one of you? Um, I'll head in. I'll invite okay. James if he'd like to go. Um, I'm kind of along for the ride, so... I'm going to head in as well. Okay. All right, so you guys both take the elevator up. Uh, the waitress kind of greets you as you come in, a young orc uh, lady. She's actually bigger than James, um, but not bigger than uh, Mr. Gray. Uh, she says, can I get you guys a table? I'm meeting an associate here. Uh, certainly. Uh, go ahead. She says, can uh, I... Inviting you to uh, go into the restaurant. It's a right. kind of small, like one of those kind of 
Americana restaurants mixed with a bakery kind of thing. You kind of smell fresh breads and such being baked while you see people chowing down on hamburger salads and soups. And okay. you see, uh, now I forget her name. Uh, you see Carrie, Carrie over Tim. by the window. Okay. I'll head over. Okay. So her table is big enough for four people, so she kind of uh, motions for you both to sit down. Okay. So what are you looking in for the APN? I'm looking to take it down. She uh, almost immediately smiles and lightens up. That is good news to me. So, Oh, you're also interested in the same? Let me tell you a story. So, a few months ago, I worked for uh, a small studio company called Spectre. They, you know, kind of interesting uh, news stories, that type of thing, uh, you know, kind of exciting type of stuff. Um, we had heard about some murders that had gone down in a club not too far from here, uh, where so it was basically kind of a, well, I don't mean to sound racist, guys, but it was basically an elf club. And okay. some rather nasty murders happened nearby from some on some of the club goers. And I had kind of made the connection between them and the APN. I assigned a crew to keep an eye on them. And we had all their heads mailed back to us. My boss demanded we drop the investigation. And... Well, needs to say, I quit that job. I'm a little prioritized right now, if you think. All right. Well, sorry to hear about your associates. Hopefully we can get them some sort of justice. Mm -hmm. I don't like... I have a certain amount of information about them I'll be willing to give you guys. And if it's, I take it, your job or personal reasons you guys are doing this? Well, we tend to keep ourselves employed by taking certain jobs that others wouldn't take. However, it is Say no more. I understand. so personal. No problem. I understand. A job's a job, and if your job lines up with what my goals are, then I'm happy to see it. Anything I know about them, I can let you know. Alright, can you repeat that? Sorry, you cut out. No problem. You know, your guys' job lines up with what I want, so anything I know, you can know. Well, thank you very much for being so forthcoming. Uh, this is um a little bit too public of a space to talk uh, about this stuff. Uh, I've got a townhouse nearby. You guys mind uh, stopping over? It's fine by me. Okay. She uh, swipes uh, a credit stick on the table, paying for a meal. 
And then starts heading towards the elevator. Alright. Um, I'll also head over to the elevator. I'm assuming we're following her, or she doesn't give us her address. I assume you're going to follow her. Yep. Okay. So, give me one second. Okay, so you guys all get into the elevator. The uh, orc waitress kind of handling the uh, people coming and going kind of nods at you, kind of a goodbye kind of thing. Um, And at this point where you guys get to the bottom of the elevator, I need everybody to make me a perception check. All right, perception check. <coughs> Sorry. Perception no and intuition. Ooh, that's great. Ooh, three successes. Three successes, not bad, not bad. Four successes. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> and I guess I'll do one for her real fast. Uh, one success first, so she doesn't notice. Uh, however, both of you do notice the uh, guys in leather armor uh, rushing towards the elevator from the side. So much so that you are not caught flatfooted for initiative. So, combat. Yay! Yay. So, initiative is what exactly? Okay, so your default initiative is your agility plus, sorry, your reaction plus intuition, and one plus one d six. If you have any kind of thing that improves your initiative, bioware, cyberware, magic, whatever, you would add those dice. If you don't, then it's just straight one d six. So the dice plus one d six. Sorry, no, it's just one d six plus your initiative. So what's your initiative? Okay. Uh, I have to. Okay, so it is reaction and intuition. So six plus one d six. Uh, so ten. Okay. So wait. So I. So it's going to be ten plus whatever I roll on the dice, or the the success I roll on the dice. So what's your initiative? Uh, ten because it's reaction yeah, plus one d six. So yeah. Okay. So. And Andrew, you have a ten as well. I have a 10, yes. Okay. So I just need to roll the 1d6. That's correct. Okay. Uh, one six, uh, I got a 6, so... Okay, so you have 16? Okay. Yes. Okay, so... Uh, since nobody is surprised... Now, uh, you guys both caught uh, the tar- uh, them. Um... It will go in normal initiative order, which means, James, you're up first. This is great. Save us. So you have three guys charging you, uh, and you do notice there's another guy further back. The three guys charging you are charging with uh, swords. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 we're talking, like, swords, like, full-on, you know, that's a long sword in his hand. What the fuck is he doing? Uh-huh. I mean, you see people running around with katanas and combat knives, but 
a European longsword? Let's see. Um, hmm. This will only end awesome. Well, let's point out the sheer fact that I have absolutely no magic on me to use. Because I didn't prep anything. And anything that was used on the last run is gone. So I'm completely... By a week. What? Yeah, you have any uh, you yeah. have any sorcery that can help? Uh, you don't have any sorcery, period. I've got sorcery, but most of the stuff is alchemy. because uh, I went through it with Justin, and only yeah. an invisibility, stealth, and uh, silence and analyze truth aren't really going to do much damage. I mean, do you have any invis- firearms? Uh, no firearms, but I do have combat daggers and throwing knives. This is going to be interesting. Yep. Um, hmm. So let's see. Uh, I don't think I've got enough time to cast an invisibility spell. Sure you do. Do I? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's two, two types of ways you can cast uh, spells in 5th edition. Okay. So you can spend a complex action, which means your entire turn, uh, casting the spell, which means you basically roll your dice normally. Or you could do something called reckless spell casting, which it means that you can cast the spell as a simple action, but I believe you suffer a minus two to your action by doing it. I'm going to double check that real fast for you. Okay. Uh, reckless spellcasting. Okay, well, great. I gotta go to another page now. Uh, oh, sorry. No. It's not that it makes it more difficult. It makes it to be a plus three drain. Plus three drain? So on top of the want. Wait. Mm. Yeah. So whatever the drain is normally, just add three to it. So the drain's one right now. Mm hmm. So it would be. Four. Four? Yep. So the drain's... No, the drain's higher. No, lower. Mm -hmm. God. So for doing a reckless action, I get a lower drain? No, higher. Higher drain. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you get plus three drain that you'll have to test down. Okay. Hmm. Um, Also, it takes a simple action as well. Two uh, ready combat knives to throw them. Okay. Uh, you can number, you can ready a number of them for a simple action, equal to half your agility rating. Round it up. So half my agility is three. Okay. So I can ready three, because I I know the goal. I'm just trying to determine what, which one would be the best course of action. Um, at this point, these guys are maybe. 10 meters away. So, keep that in mind. And these, this is why they should teach these things in the American school system. Because I have no clue how long a meter is. Three feet. Three feet. Everything, everything in Shadowrun is meter space. Okay. I mean, it's, it's meter space. 30 feet. Uh, so, just, just so you know exactly what, how run distance is in mm-hmm. Shadowrun. Um, so humans, elves, and orcs have a walk rate of agility times two and a run rate of agility times four. Mm-hmm. So depending on what their agility is, determine how quickly they're going to get to you. Mm-hmm. 
If they have any more than two agility, they're probably going to get to you this uh, their next turn. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to... Uh, let's see. I guess... I'm... We'll go... We'll, we'll take safer chances and take one complex action to cast okay. that for now. Yeah. Okay, so what is sorcery then? Like, how does this go with sorcery in casting? Because I've never done it. I've only done alchemy. Okay, essentially it's the same thing that you would do for alchemy in that you roll what you need to roll to cast your spell. Uh, magic uh, rating, I think, and spell casting. Four. And... Uh, you need to declare what the force of your spell is. So, when it's something like invisibility, yeah. the force of the spell is kind of the limitation on the number of successes you can get, and then it's the rating that people have to fight against to overcome the spell. Okay, so right now I'd be rolling eight dice. Mm-hmm. So, so last, what's the force rating you're going for? Last time I went with four, I think, for enrolled pretty nope. well. Sorcery is uh-huh. easier to counteract, I mean, for him to cast. As opposed to alchemy, which is a little bit harder, okay. because you're not the spell doesn't roll against you in, in sorcery. Okay, sure. I I just need to get so many hits to yes. match it. Well, no, no, no. You automatically. Okay, so here's what happens. Okay. When you cast invisibility. Okay. You, however many hits you get, mm-hmm. that ends up being the actual force rating of the spell as it's cast. Mm-hmm. So then, for the NPCs. Since you're doing, what is it, uh, improved invisibility or both invisibility? It's improved, so it's force minus one. Okay, so improved invisibility, I believe, is that so resisted by willpower or perception? I think it's, well, I'm hermetic, which is the... I thought it was perception. Yeah, I think it's perception because it's like, it's actual invisibility. Okay. Um, let me double check that. Sorry, I would roll their resistance with a perception check to mm-hmm. where they're trying to, to kind of get See, to you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Let's see. So. Drain is tw- Brain is willpower plus logic, because I'm hermetic. Mm-hmm. So 12, So and I've got to resist, so uh, I'll do force 5 then. Force 5, okay. Yeah, we'll see. So let me roll magic and spellcasting. I got two successes and I glitched. You actually glitched more than half ones? Uh, half, four, four ones of the eight. Okay, yeah, you glitched. Uh, so yeah. Um, okay. You immediately start channeling, uh, your spell kind of setting up your invisibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pop out of existence slowly. Um, but, okay, so you glitched. What's a good glitch for that? Um... 
It's kind of hard thinking what a glitch for this type of spellcasting would be. I have a good example for glitching on a spellcasting, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's a good way. How bad did you glitch? Just evenly? Uh, yeah, it's just four out of eight. Okay, uh, increase your drain value by two. Drain value by two? Yeah, okay. you're so surprised that like you weren't able to focus as much as you should have. Probably good, given the situation. Uh, let's see, so that's a total drain of three. I went force five, so... Wait, hold on. Force minus three, right? No. Yep, so force two. Force two. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then plus two, so four. Wait. Hold on. Five so minus two is... Sorry, five minus three is two. Three for... Oh, yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so it's force two, and now I've got to resist drain, right? Mm-hmm. So four, eight, twelve. And the drain is... Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six, six successes. You take no drain. Not bad. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, um... The... Alright, so you do that. You pop out of existence in front of, a uh, In front of Mr. Gray and Kelly. Okay. Uh, at that point... The guy in the back, uh, not one of the three running at you, but the guy in the far back, is shooting. So, let's see. What's he going to shoot at you guys? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he's got a pistol. There we go. Yay, quick NPCs. So, he is going to shoot. Actually, since I'm going to say Entei went first, he was the first one kind of at the end of the elevator's entrance. He's going to shoot you. Uh, dude. Great. Uh, so let's see. Four plus five. But you're invisible. So he loses four dice for that. And does he have any cyberware? No, he does not. So he's rolling five dice to shoot at you. And he gets three successes. Yay. Okay. So, here's what you do to roll from being shot at. <laughs> so, uh, you have two choices from defending against a ranged attack. Okay. You can either do a standard re- uh, reaction plus intuition. Uh, each hit you get takes down one of his hits. Ten dice. Alternatively, uh, you... Well, actually, you can't... Yeah. You could reduce your initiative by ten and do a full defense. Which is a full defense. Let's see. Does uh gives you a dice pull bonus equal to your willpower. So I get six on top of whatever. Yes. On top of reaction into intuition. Yeah, but you lose your second turn uh, in the the fight. Hmm. But you are on full defense. Yeah. I'm just I'm trying to weigh out if I could hit those three. Take those three hits away with ten dice. 
Is that what your default is, 10? Yeah, because uh, it's reaction plus intuition, which is 10. Yeah, you have a decent chance of that. Um, I'm going to go and say I'm going to just roll react, just basic reaction plus intuition. Okay. One, two, three. Perfect. Yeah, he shoots at you, but he doesn't know exactly where you're at. Uh, he is then going to move to cover uh, nearby. So, okay, his turn goes down. It is now the three grunts' turn as they come charging into the elevator door. So, uh, the first one is going to take a swipe at where Ente is. So, Yay, once again. He's going to roll eight dice, minus four, because you are invisible. So he's going to roll four dice against you. He got one success. Um, I'm going to take basic and default. Um, okay, minus two dice, because you already defended against one attack. Wait, minus two, right? Yeah. Which leaves me one. with eight, so I can still default with two hits. Yeah, and, that works. And wipe out his one. Perfect. So no need okay, to roll. Okay, first one dodges. All right. Second one's going to take a swipe at you, too. He got no hits. Good job on him. And the last one is going to take a swipe at Mr. Gray. Uh, Mr. Gray is not invisible. So, Andrew, you got somebody right in your face. And he is rolling two successes. So that's agility and reaction, right? Uh, no, reaction plus intuition. Reaction, uh, same. Basically, same thing. You essentially roll your initiative. Alright, one second. And then what about my armor? That comes in if you get hit. If you don't okay. get hit, your armor doesn't matter. Alright. Uh, one success. One success? You got hit. Okay, right. so he is throwing a sword at you. I'm just going to use the rating for the knife they have, though. So, damage value of six physical coming your way. Uh, what's your armor rating? Uh, I have a bunch of armor here. Well, only the best piece of armor you have matters. I have high-collar shirt, slacks, and suit jacket. Okay, are you still wearing a form-fitting bodysuit? Yes. Okay, let's see what the listing for that is. I have here uh, 6-2. 6-2, slash okay. Okay, I think that we just have clothing armor because I don't... Yeah, they don't have bodysuit in this film. All right, six two. let's just... Okay, that's fine. So your armor rating equals the damage rating. So whatever damage you get from this is going to be stun. So... Alright, so at this point, Andrew, you have a couple of choices. You can do a standard reaction plus intuition. Uh, to. Sorry, to. Wait. Oh, sorry. Could have done this before. Um, we can reroll if you want, if any of these options appeal to you. Okay. Besides just doing a standard defense, you could parry. Uh, well, you don't have a mail open hand, but you can block with unarmed combat. Which lets you roll reaction plus intuition plus unarmed. If you have the unarmed combat skill, which I don't know if you do. Nope. Uh, you could dodge, which is reaction plus intuition plus gymnastics if you have it. Nope. Okay. And you didn't want to do full defense, so. Nope. And you don't have a weapon in hand, so okay, you couldn't have done the other ones anyway. Yeah, no. So. <laughs> okay, no problem. 
All right. So despite damage. not being surprised, I'm surprised. Well, you know, it's kind of kind of hard to uh, you know, take care of that. Okay, so damage, damage, damage. damage. This is like our first time doing damage in a uh, fifth edition, so. Okay. Do, 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 do. Uh, we've been so awesome with our runs. We have. So. Uh, you know what? Oh, hey. Um. Roll one more die real fast, and let me know if it's a success. Yes. You did? Okay, he didn't hit you. Uh, you forgot to add a b- uh, bonus dice to your uh, defense and melee. You know why? Why? You've got reach. Oh, shit. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let me just go ahead and put that on there. Okay. Okay. Actually, now I'm thinking about it, that would have mattered if you actually did... Well, no, it's, it says defender. It doesn't say whether you're using uh, any of those other specialized defense maneuvers, so... Yeah. Okay, so the grunts have all gone. Uh, no hits out of them. Great, return. Alright, so what is it to summon the spirit that I have? The bound spirit? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, is here. that a complex or a simple? I'm a chicken. Let's see. Bound spirit. Uh, spirit services. Actually, this probably should be under combat, would tell me exactly what that's supposed to be. So. Actions, actions. Uh, okay. Uh, so Mount Spirit's already set on standby, so a simple action is to call Spirit. Okay. And it's another simple action to command it. So, how many simple actions do I get in the round? Two. Alright. I know what I'm doing. Um, okay. That was I'm, a water spirit, right? Yes. Okay. So I guess I will direct my uh, command towards the fire sprinklers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. Uh, what's the command you're giving the spirit? Uh, and what was the force rating of that spirit, by the way? I think it was six. the three. I think or six. Wow. No, 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 no. Not I don't six. think it was that high. I think no, it was like it a wasn't. three. No, the three was the one who I told to uh, swamp the boat. So I think it That's was right. a four. Okay, no problem. Um. Okay. I will command it to. So. Force times two, eight, nine, ten, plus two D six. That's twenty. Minus ten because So what do you want to command it to do? Uh protect us. Good enough. Okay, so uh, I'm going to make the spirit go now because it's also at a force to take 10 uh, since it's already had a turn go by. Uh, so, yeah, these sprinkler heads in the parking lot explode. Uh, the drains nearby explode outwards as water pours into the area. Uh, 
basically this kind of eight armed just water kind of being just kind of materializes right next to the uh groons in front of you guys and uh it proceeds to attack the uh, guys in front of it so oh what was the uh, power of that one yours had anyway the power yeah do you remember what it was Uh, let me check the chat okay it should be here Bathroom. Was it accident? What? Was it accident? Oh, the power. Um, Optional power, nice. yeah. Yes, I think it was accident. Accident? Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to have it... I'm going to have it materialize as a simple action. That's what I did uh, coming in. Then, once I look at what that power does, I'm going to have it uh, engulf somebody, I think. So double check what does engulf do? Uh, so six. Uh, oh, nice. So it is a touch attack, and I roll. What do I roll? Nice. Okay. So body armors. What are rolling up against? So. I roll a force for water spirit. Skill four, eight. So it's rolling up against one of the guys in front of it. And gets oh nice. Five successes. So the grunt in front of you guys is going to try to dodge. because uh, he doesn't have enough initiation to do anything else. So, reaction plus intuition, six dice, he's trying to beat a five, he got one, so four, so magic rating of four plus two net hits, uh, eight damage coming his way, so it's stun damage though because of his armor vest, well wait, does that go through the armor vest? Because it's magic after all and it's, well, it's water? Target damage doesn't test as normal using body plus armor. Oh, the attack has AP of critter's magic, so 9 armor goes down to 5 armor. Hey, guess what? That damage is physical now. Yay! So, body plus armor, so 5. Let's try and get this a little bit quicker. 5, so he's only 9 damage to resist. Sorry, he's only 9 dice to resist 6 damage. And he got three successes. Not bad, not bad. So, three physical wounds. Okay. Awesome. So, great, that's your whole turn, getting the spirit to attack. It is now Kelly's turn. And Kelly is going to use a simple action to pull out a small pistol. Uh, and our is going to... have weapons. Oh, it's, it's, it's Shadow on the main. Yeah, I know. Oh. I, I wasn't being sarcastic. <laughs> okay. Uh, she's not exactly the best shot, though, but she's shooting at the guy who attacked you, Gray. And, oh, hey, she did pretty good, though. Five successes. Nice. Not bad. Jesus. Unfortunately, uh, she only could see four of them because of her ac- actually on a Streetline special. Still, okay. that ain't bad. So mm-hmm. the guy in front of you is going to roll to Dodge the 
four successes. And he got two, so two successes. Eight physical damage, still under his damage threshold though. The Sweet Lion Special does not have armor piercing, so he's resisting eight stun. Wow. Did he do it? That many dice and no successes. Oh, oh whoa. Wow. He, uh, yeah. He, he done goofed. He, she, like, hits him, like, in the lung through his, like, armored jacket or his leather armor. Like, he just, like, just knocked the wind out of him. So, nice. Okay. Uh, back at the top. Uh, James, it is your turn. Um... So, uh, battle status, um, there is one, uh, water elemental engulfing a guy who's, looks like he's trying to hold his breath inside of there. Uh, another guy's up in front of you trying to attack you. There's a guy to your right attacking Mr. Gray, uh, although he looks suddenly really shocked. And then somewhere beyond, in hiding behind a car, is that guy who shot at you. Okay. Huh. And you were currently invisible right now yeah. and concentrating, so minus two to whatever you do. Minus two to whatever I do. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that guy is in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any room to sneak to get around him, or is he fully blocking my way? Um, I'll say you actually got out of the elevator. Whereas Mr. Gray and them didn't get out. Okay. So, yeah, you could move away if you wanted to. Okay. Hmm. Wow. I'm trying to think. What's your uh, What's your intention right now? My intention no, is to go after the gunman and try and slit his throat. Okay. But... Not gonna, are you going to do anything about the guys in front of you attacking? That's, that's why I'm... That's why I'm debating, because he's got the gun, but I could go for the guy who's standing right in front of me and even the playing field. So could it'd be. be one simple... So if, say I were to go for the guy in front of me, it'd be one simple action to ready the dagger. That's right. Uh, in fact, I think you can ready both knives at once. You're uh, ambidextrous, right? No. No? Okay. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Let me check. Actually, be something. No, I did not take it. Okay, yeah, you can uh, simple action ready a weapon. Okay, so that and then is it a complex action to attack with it? Nope, it's another simple action. Okay, so I'm. So yeah, so would I be in front of him or behind him? Oh no, I'm sorry. Melee uh, complex. It is a complex action to do a melee attack. Yeah, how about that? So and I can only do two simple actions or a complex action. Um, you can also... Oh, yeah, yeah. Two simple, one complex. Or one complex, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh... So, readying it... Either way, I'm going to have to ready it. So, uh... I guess... um, No. Mm. Damn. Uh... What other... What else could I do that would be a simple action? Simple actions include activate foci, draw weapons, uh, quick draw and fire a weapon. You don't have that. Nope. Uh, spellcasting, reloading, shift perception to the astral, 
Uh, fire weapon, observe in detail, pick up, put down objects, that type of thing. Would combat knives be considered, like, the, uh, the actual throwing knives? Would those be considered quick fire, or would that still be considered um, if I were to ready one and throw it? Let me double-check that. Okay. Uh... Uh, yes, you can actually do a quick th- th- draw a throwing weapon. Uh, okay, and that's still see. under blades, right? Yeah, in order for you to do this, you do have, must do a physical, I'm sorry, the weapon skill plus reaction in order uh, before you could do this. Wait, so weapon skill, so blades plus reaction, so 11? Not blades, throwing knives. Throwing? throwing weapon. Oh, four, then. So four and reaction nine. Minus two, because you're concentrating on being invisible. So take two, and how many successes am I going for? You just need one. one I'm sorry, you need three, sorry. Two, three. Okay, cool. Yeah, you could stab right now. Um. Or you could, sorry, you can throw right now. Hmm. I'm going to throw it at the guy, not the gunman, but the guy who's going after me, and I'm going to try and aim for his throat. Okay, you're doing a cold shot for a vital area? Cold shot. So cold shot basically let you do kind of fancy things. Uh, They have a penalty with the... uh, They take away dice to do a cold shot. But it lets you do kind of some really interesting, fun stuff. Okay. Such as, uh, so if you're aiming for somebody's throat, that's your aim for vitals. Uh, what that does is increase the damage value by th- two while losing four dice. Or is it two dice? Four dice of the seven I'm rolling right now? Yes. Four dice. Ugh. Let me double check that. That's okay. four. It might only be two. Because if it's four, that's three dice I'm rolling, and I don't know if that. I so I'm assuming eyes, throat, major arteries, anything that's yeah. basically vital is counted in there. Basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah, called shots minus four, but it's guaranteed plus two damage. Guaranteed plus two on top of three. Of three possible hits. So that'd be five. Or mm-hmm. if I go and put the armor value. Yeah, well, you know, armor's armor. Um, oh, here's the thing. Uh, yeah. What? I think that's correct. Um,. I'm trying to see if there's a uh, halt shot for bypassing armor. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, if you're doing a cult shot on a part that's not exposed, I'll let you take the minus four. You won't get any bonus damage. Well, no, because that, that kind of makes it overpowered doing cult shot that way. Yeah, you still have to deal with the bit damage. Still have to deal with the, uh, the armor. armor. Yeah. So then I'd probably rather just throw the knife at him. 
Okay. With the seven, and take my chances there. Makes then sense. I would want to cold shot it. So. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Four successes. Yes. Okay. Let's roll to dodge. Wait, no, you're invisible. Yes. So he does not actually get to dodge. Because <laughs> you're invisible. Uh, so you're throwing knives. How much damage do they do normally? Uh, let's see. Weapons and gear. Damage six. Six? Dang. And you got how many successes? Four. Ten damage. Nice. So that's physical damage. So he has one, two, three, four, five, six. Six, seven, eight, nine armor. Plus body. So he's worth ten damage. Okay, that's a one. And he got one, two, three successes. No, sorry, four successes. No glitch. Yeah, he gets a knife plugged into his uh, chest. He's not down, but he is hurting. Mm-hmm. Okay, and sorry, sorry. So you ready and through? Sorry, you quick draw and through. Through. Okay. Uh, you can't attack again. Well, actually, so let me we'll check that. Because they make it to in the normal game, you can't shoot twice in one round. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I imagine kind of defines this as well. Yeah. But you still have another simple action, so you could ready a bunch of knives. Um, I'm going to ready my combat knife. Okay. Double check So you can parry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Makes sense. Gotta improvise here. Yep. Okay, so you got three knives ready. Uh, okay. One knife. One combat knife. Oh, you're ready your combat knife. Oh, sorry. Yeah, combat knife. I thought I thought you meant your throwing knives. Okay. No, no problem. Just a combat knife. Okay. All right. You drop down to zero, and the Louis, uh, the lieutenant is going to shoot at you guys. Uh, he is going to take a shot. At Entei again, because he saw the knife come flying out of nothing. Uh, but he is again still shooting at nothing. So minus four to his dice roll. And he got. Wow! Four successes. Okay, and I'm rolling initiative. Uh, right? Yeah, basically initiative. So ten minus two. Yep. Eight. One, two. So, one success. Alright. So, he is shooting at you Wait, I got with... two successes, so wouldn't it be... Yeah, sorry, it's two. two. Okay. You're correct. My math is wrong. Okay, so he is shooting at you with a bounty hunter power, so... That's ten damage coming your way. What's your armor? I have the chameleon suit. Chameleon suit, Okay. Which gives you a armor rating of uh, nine. Uh, this is physical then. Physical. Oh, sh- so one physical. Or? One physical. No, 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 no. Um. So you now will roll nine dice for the uh, armor rating. One two, plus your body. Okay, so three, four. No, do I still get negative two? Uh, no. Damage resistance does not suffer uh sustain. Okay, so I get nine dice plus mm-hmm. body. One, two, three, four, five. Alright, good luck on the roll. Oh, that sucks. Five. Huh. Let's see. I rolled nine plus. Yeah, I didn't glitch, but I got no successes. 
You got no what? successes? Absolutely no successes. Shit. Um. Then, yeah, he gets a lucky shot on you. Uh, you take ten physical boxes of damage. Um, how many physical boxes of damage do you got? Eleven. Yeah, you're fucking hurting, dude. He got you, like, dead in the chest. Uh, so that's another minus three to everything you're doing right now. Damn, that's a good fucking shot. I um, hate these dice right now. Well, you have an option if you want to rewind history. Yeah. You, you do it's have edge. edge. Do I have to burn it? No, 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 no. Okay. no. You could spend an edge to re-roll all your failures. To re-roll all my failures? But then yes. I also add up glitches as well, right? Yeah, ones still count. How many ones do you have? I have five ones. Ooh. I don't know. That's really close to getting a glitch. Dude, I, I gotta tell you, even though you're really close to getting a glitch, I'd still take you should, it. You should still take it, because so, you took ten boxes a day. So do I re-roll all, all the dice then? You re-roll all the dice. It just, it, the, those five ones are still there. Oh, much better. Absolutely no ones. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes. Nice. Nice. So and no. don't forget to uh, so re-roll no. all this. But and did you add a, a number of dice equal to your edge? Wait. Number. No, I did not add one dice for my edge. Okay. So. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, you don't. Next, you know, sorry. You re-rolled, so yeah, you don't get to do that. Okay. Yeah, so. so I, I rolled the re-rolled all the failures, which was all of them. Yeah. No ones, and so then I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes. And, okay, and how many of them are sixes? God damn it. Well, how many of them are? Well, the fact that they're back in my hand doesn't help because uh, I don't remember. <laughs> At all? At all. Uh, let's go with kind of averages on this one and say you had maybe three. Okay, so I get to re-roll three of those? Yes. Roll, uh, exploding sixes when you use edge. Okay. <laughs> no successes. Okay, no problem. So how many? Seven? Seven. Okay, so you only took three damage instead. That's a negative one on top. So negative yeah. three total. Yeah, it hurts, but it's not that close to death. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not one... It's not two stun box or box hit boxes away from death. Great way. Yeah. So now zero edge points. Yeah. Ouch. That's okay. Those refresh when you get a good night's sleep, which I think you're going to need after this. Yeah. Might have uh, to go so. to the doctors. God. Might be a good idea. Uh. So. All right. So that's his turn. He's going to kind of keep in his cover. Uh. So initiative again, guys. All right. Okay, so I got to so, roll one dice uh, then. Uh, Eleven. Huh? Fifteen. Uh, Eleven. Okay. Uh, all right. Right, because it's just the so, six plus the ten. So James, you got fifteen. Yes. Minus your wound, so fourteen. Uh, Gray has eleven. Okay, the lieutenant's gonna roll. He got a nine, so he's not that fast. Three clubs. I'm just gonna roll straight five for them, and since they have an average of minus two, I'm just put them at eleven. K. 
Kelly has a six, and the Water Spirit has a seventeen. He gets to go first. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, fucking Water Spirit. Dude, freaking Water Spirit has a 2d6 dice automatically. Oh, jeez. Yeah, automatically he gets to move faster. And since he's a force 4 for you, he automatically has a 10. So he's always moving at least twice. Uh, last time he had a 20. So, you know, it's just he had minus 10 because only one pass had happened. Okay, so Water Spirit is going to continue to attack the guy in f- that he's holding. And does he get an automatic success since he engulfed him? I've never actually used engulf on a spirit before, so. Uh, victim trap, cannot move. Every time an active phase comes up, sure. It could automatically inflict. Oh! Nice! Uh, so I automatically do magic rating times 2 for 8 damage. So the target gets to resist with his full body. And 5 armor, because, well, minus 4 because of the. AP of the attack. So he automatically resists damage. And he gets one, two, three, three successes, so five more damage to that guy. So he's at eight physical now, yay. Uh, and that's Water Spirit's gonna. So, does Critter still get to move? Let's see. Hmm. Nope. I don't think so. I'm going to say no. Focus on attacking that one guy. Makes so, sense. So, James, your turn. Alrighty. So, to avoid getting shot again, uh-huh. I'm going to move not directly towards the gunman, but kind of, you know, skimming yeah. around. Well, he is 12 meters away from you, I'd say. Okay. So let me see something. I know my movement's 1224 plus 2 meters. Uh, your movement is agility times 2 for walking. 12. Uh, so, yeah, you could walk up to him. Okay, so that's my simple action. Uh, or happen? is it simple action, or is it... No, you can just move. Okay. As soon as the character sees yeah, so... Uh, well, no, is that, is that a support or not? I, no, you can just move, yeah. Okay, so I'm up by the gunman, invisible still. Yeah. With a dagger ready in yep. hand. Stabby stab stabs? Um, I c- kind of want to, but I kind of want to see if I can see if there's any weakness spots that I could aim for. Well, you can always do a cold shot, that's minus four to what cold you do. Cold shot. So let's see, that would be, and this time it would be blades, so 6 plus agility, right? Yep, minus so 12, uh, 3. 12, hold on, 12 minus 3, which is 9. Or you could also drop your invisibility, which will shoot you up to 11. 11, and go stabby yep. stab. So 11, and then the minus 4, right? No, then just the, the minus 1. No, 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 sorry. Because right now 12. I'm at a minus 1 for the physical Shit. monitor. Right, which would be 11 if you drop the invisibility. Yes, but then if I go cold shot... Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, then it's uh, 7. Then it's 7. Uh-huh. Huh. You could also... Uh, cold shot does different things, too. Like, for example... Um, 
I'm trying to get to the call shopping. I really need like bookmarks on this to get around faster. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, so with call shot, you can also do a blast out of hands, which what it does. Uh, if you succeed in the attack, uh, the weapon is sent flying, but you also do no damage. But he doesn't have his gun anymore. Uh huh. Uh, you can attempt to knock him down, which will give him a hard time getting up, and ha- even harder time shooting you. Mm-hmm. Or you could do the vitals, which is the extra damage. Do okay. So, but, but all of those are minus four. Yes, every every called shot's minus four. Hmm. What would I be facing against him if I had to? If I took the knocking him down. Uh, so if he's prone, uh, he suffers penalties in melee, uh, so he'll have a harder time dodging against you, mm-hmm. uh, and he'll have a harder time, well, he won't have a harder time shooting at you, but he'll have a harder time defending against you. Mm-hmm. And you get a plus two bonus to, uh, your next attack against him. Okay. So harder time defending, harder... Hmm. Trying to debate whether or not I want to knock him down or just go complete stabby stab. Up to you. If you think you're doing good enough, go stabby stab. Let's see. You sh- should note that, you know, you have two turns this round. He only has one. Okay. So this would be my first turn. Correct. And But he gets to go. Let's see. So if I do stabby stab with seven damage, but that's only one stab, right? Yeah, it's basically one attack. Uh, the way melee works is okay. it's not like okay, a combat round is three seconds. Yeah. So it's not just like one stab. It's kind of like stab, move, stab, 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 dodge. You okay. know. Okay. So it'd be seven damage that his armor would have to combat. But and doesn't a combat knife have a little bit of armor piercing? Uh both the throwing knife and the combat knife do. Co- throwing knife is negative one, and uh, combat knife. The AP is negative three. Nice. So, you know what? I'm just gonna go cold stabby stab. But I cold am. But I'm going to stay invisible. Okay. So All that right. is twelve dice minus three, so nine. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, dice. You don't help me. One, two, three successes. Three successes, and what's your base damage? Uh, seven. So for ten the damage. Knife. Yeah. And it's got minus three AP, which reduces his armor down to nine. So you're doing physical damage. Yep. And he is resisting ten boxes of damage because he doesn't get to see an incoming attack from an invisible person. Mm-hmm. So one, two successes. No glitch. Uh, so yeah, eight physical wound on him. Woot. <laughs> nice. Payback. I mean, he had partial cover if he had shot at him, but it doesn't matter if you're up close to him. Nice. Okay, it is now the grunt's turn. So, uh, I'm going to have the guy who is currently trapped in a bubble uh, try to get himself out of that bubble. So let's see, what does he have to roll? Uh, his body plus strength. Versus 
the magic plus body of the spirit. So, and he loses two for his stun. But he gets two successes. And the spirit gets... Yeah, the spirit gets five successes. He is not getting out of there. Uh, so the next guy who got shot in the chest is going to... What are these guys? These guys are level one professionals. He's getting the fuck out of there. So, Andrew, if you want, the guy is right in front of you. Um, you can make, if I remember correctly... Is there an intercept interrupt attack for this? <sighs> no, I guess there isn't one. Hmm. Well, there was one for uh, if somebody left your area. But I, do I have guess. Reach. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. Um, the thing is, you guys both have the same initiative track. So, since I'm not seeing a thing for doing an interrupt thing, but he is getting away from you right in front of you, make a reaction test real fast for me. Uh, and I'm going to say if you win, you can do a melee attack against him. It's going to use your turn to do it, if you do. Oh, no, I have another thing. But if you have a touch spell, you can always use on it. Yeah. But well, that... what, 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 what are you doing, then? What are you going to be doing? I was going to... Put a barrier around him. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, we can get do that too. You guys both move at the same time, so go ahead. We'll both do a reaction. If you win, you go first. If he wins, he goes first. I have two successes. Okay, he is going to roll his reaction. He is only has one die. So, and he got one success. Uh, does the group have edge? Nah, this one this group doesn't. So, no. Uh, he uh, he does not go before you, so it's your turn first. Alright. Fucking cast a fucking... Fucking... Motherfucking... Barrier spell around him. Alright. Alright, so... Where is it? Where's my freaking spells? Alright. Physical barrier. Hold on a second. Just looking up the spell. No problem. I'm going to look it up too. Make sure I can do what it is that I want to do. Mm-hmm. You're basically trying to trap him for physical barrier, yeah. right? Okay. So, by default, you normally form a dome with a radius and height equal to the spell's normal radius. Uh, on fraternal view, you can use the form of wall with a height equal to the spell's force and length of the force times two. Um, so and you're wanting to use the, it to essentially trap him. Yeah, and so the stronger the barrier, the bigger it is? Is that yeah, what it's saying? Yeah, it can be. I, I'd say you can just make it smaller if you want. One point of uh, armor and structure rating per hit. Yeah. So he would have to hit it. If I did a six, 
with six damage, overcoming six armor. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the guy behind the car is being attacked by James. Yes. There's one guy engulfed in a bubble of water. This guy Mm -hmm. is running away, and isn't there a fourth guy? Yeah, there's another guy still in front of you. Uh, What did he take damage from? He's got a throwing knife. He's got a throwing knife stuck in his chest. In fact, I'm basically going to say that both of them are going to run away because they're both level 2 professionals. (laughs) I'm sorry, level 1 professionals, which means... They, uh, they've taken more than one night modifier of damage. They're getting an F. I want to know who sent them. So I don't want them to get away just yet. Uh, and the fourth guy hasn't gone yet, right? Um, no, they're both running away, so... Both of those two guys are running away. Okay. Translucent, not transparent. Okay. Oh, it's basically just kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of what my character would do. No problem. They just essentially tried to assassinate us. Yes. Yes, they did. Which basically means your code of honor of not hurting innocent people? Yeah, doesn't apply. Doesn't apply. Alright. It's about about as, as high as on your list of not innocent people as they could go. Yeah. Directly trying to kill you yeah, without you guys doing anything to them. Yeah. Let me see. I'm thinking that might mean that a shatter spell has to happen. Okay. Well, you won, so technically you could attack him with a shatter spell before <clears throat> you uh before he goes away. All right. So shatter. What page is shatter on? Page. Shatter is a force minus six spell. For Yikes. That is that's, ridiculous. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's uh, 284. Alright, I see it here. Uh, uh, now keep in mind, you have to make an unarmed attack to... Uh, yeah. So. Requires you to touch attack. Touch the target. Mm-hmm. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going with the old standby. Stun ball. Okay, uh, where are you centering it? Or, sorry, stun bolt. Okay. Stun bolt. The guy who got shot in the chest? Yeah. Makes sense, he's already taking a uh, ton of stun damage anyway. Take him down for the count. So that's... Power, mana, stun. There we go. That okay. is... Drain F minus three... Alright, so I'm going to... I guess I'll 
He's been hurt pretty badly. Yeah. I'll go for broke. I'll roll for ten. But the the force of the spell is only how many hits I get, right? No, that's alchemy. So if I want a force of six, I'm only... That's how many successes that I can get, right? Yes. Okay. All right, so that's magic plus the skill. Oh, right. by the way, by the way. um, So that whole dr- phys- physical stun drain thing of spells, mm-hmm. that only matters with the number of hits. That's what changed. So if you do a force 10 spell... Mm-hmm. But you only get four or five hits. Mm-hmm. It's still stun and not physical drain. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, now the force you try to cast that is still the drain. That's still what yeah. you're trying to reach into. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So force six is my. Hold on, let me just make sure. Because if my magic is not. Uh, yeah, my magic is six. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and hmm, going to roll for eight. Okay. One, two. Really? Two successes. Two successes. Yeah, that's okay. Sucks. All right, and so right, he um, rolls his willpower to try to resist you. So, I still have to roll so you go ahead and do your drain while I figure out what his resistant willpower is. Willpower of three, which is that reduced? Yeah, sorry. So, how many did you get? Uh, two successes. Uh, you get three. All right, so the spell fizzles. Yeah, it just kind of wafts past him. Alright, so I got two successes, or two hits, but my drain is still the eight. Yep, so what is it, force minus three? Three. So five, five minus two more, so three stun. Okay, so I got three successes. Where does the minus three come from? Um... So you got how many successes? On my drain, I got three successes. Okay, so yeah, that's minus three to the damage overall. So you're taking eight damage. Sorry, the force is eight Mm -hmm. minus three, right? Yes, so five. So that's five. So minus your three successes, so that's two drain you're taking. Yep. Two sun. Okay. So uh, yeah, I guess it was probably the 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 you know pistol shot next to you that probably kind of you know phased you a little bit. Kind of annoyed. Yeah, I understand that. Okay, so now it is the lieutenant's turn. Uh, so he is going to try to shoot at you at point blank range. Uh, so. Yay. Uh, First he I'm gets still invisible. Yes, you are. He only gets to roll two dice now, because he's shooting randomly. And he got... He glitched. Uh, he shot, but he was off-handed. 
Uh, so the actual, well, actually, technically he critical glitched, didn't he? So yeah, his gun goes flying as he kind of loses control of the grip. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and he is going to try to move away from you a couple blocks, or a couple meters. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kelly's turn. Kelly does not like me uh, attacked. Kelly does not like uh, goons from a horrible organization running away after they attack her. Kelly wishes to shoot again. Kelly got four hits this time. Kelly is nasty. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the goons don't get a chance to dodge. Well, no, I'll say they do. Because, I mean, they know somebody's attacking them. They're not looking her way, but they have a feeling they're being shot at. So he's going to dodge. And he gets one, two successes. So that's still two coming his way. Eight damage. So that's still stun. So... Six, nine, plus body. Wow, really? That many low dice? Uh, five damage. Hit him. Uh, that same guy who has the stun wounds. So he has not ten stun, one physical. Uh, and he drops like a sack of potatoes. Yay. Uh, okay, it is now the water spirit's turn again. It will once again do 8 damage to the guy in his grasp. The guy will try to resist. I'll take away 4 of those dice because of the AP. And he got 1 success, so your spirit does 7 damage to him. Uh, he's in overflow at this point. Alright, so water spirit's done with that. James, it's your turn again. So, let me get a feel for the battlefield so my guy my guy that i stabbed is crawling away with no gun yes the water spirit has taken down the the person he's engulfed or what's going on with him well that guy's still inside the water spirit uh he's not looking good uh he doesn't appear to be breathing anymore okay and then the the guy andrew was aiming at uh, is down for the count. Yeah, right? he's out cold on the ground okay. and then there's another guy running. Okay, another guy running. Hmm. So. Hmm. Oh, and the guy uh, who's running uh, has still has one of your knives. Still has one of my knives? Yeah, well, it's in his chest. Yeah, I'm trying to... Uh, let's see. The guy who's down for the count... Well, my guy who's down right now... How far did the gun go flying off? Uh, two cars away, I'd say. Two cars? Yeah. If he's grasping... I'm trying to debate whether I want to let the guy go or to kill the guy in front of me. Take him Up down. To you? Mm. Um, mm. How far away is the guy who's trying to escape from me? Uh, Let's see, he ran for a full round... So that would have been his agility times four, so eight. Uh, let's say he's about 12 meters away from where Andrew was, uh, which puts him about six meters away from where you are. Cool, so I could walk to him. You could walk to him this round. And how much damage uh, physical box does he have? You did six damage to him. Six damage. I'm going to walk over to him and stabby stab. Go for it. Alrighty, so... I'm still invisible. 
So mm-hmm. that's nine dice, right? Yep. Yeah, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, and no glitches. Three damage? I'm sorry, three dice, so ten damage again. So he doesn't get to dodge because you're invisible, he doesn't know you're there. So he gets one, two, three, four successes from minus ten to damage, so six damage. Uh, yeah, he is into physical overflow as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, you stab him and he screams as he tumbles to the ground. Okay, so that's your turn. Grunts. Um, none of them can move because, well, one's past his physical awareness, so, and he has minus five to his initiative, so he's done. The one you stab has minus four to his initiative, so he's done. And the other guy who shot has minus three to his initiative, so he's done. Uh, great, it's your turn again. Alright, so there's still a guy running away. Nope. Uh, the, there's, there's the a, one in the... the okay, so here's, here's the status. Here's the status. Okay. There's the guy in front of you being suffocated by your water elemental. Yep. Um, there's the guy by the car, which you think he's running to a small metal object that flew out of his hands. Uh, there's the guy who Kelly dropped with her pistol. Uh, and then there's the guy who uh, started bleeding mysteriously from his back just now and dropped like a sack of potatoes. Bloody potatoes. Alright. So really, the only person who's possibly still a threat is the guy running for, uh, trying to crawl to uh, to get his weapon. Yeah. Do I want to? Okay. So the guys who are down next to us, are they dead uh-huh. or are they just insensitive? Um, the one inside your water elemental is probably dying because uh, he is drowning mm-hmm. in the middle of a parking lot that's covered. That's awesome. Um, so he stood out in the rain and held his mouth open looking up at the sky? Sure. And that's what the coroner says is going to happen. Except you're inside. Yeah. Underneath the building. (laughs) There was a water leak from the above floor. Well, all the water mains in the, uh, the, you know, garage did bust open, so. Yeah. Alright, um, I'm going to, I guess as a simple action, direct the water elements at the guy who's running after the gun. Okay. Uh,. And so the guy who is engulfed, is he unconscious? Uh, yeah, he's not breathing anymore. Okay. Um, kind of want to take one alive. And the one who was shot is still conscious? Uh, or not no, conscious. the one who was shot is down, but he's not bleeding, but uh, he is down. So he's down, but unconscious, so. Yes. Okay. Okay, so as a simple action, I will, like I said, direct the water elemental at the guy with running for the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I'll recklessly cast um, 
Dunbolt. Okay. So that's a plus three drain, right? Correct. Alright, so I'll do that at... I'll do that at force three. Because okay. I don't want any more damage. <laughs> and, I mean, this fight's pretty much over now, so... Yeah. Dab a stab. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Oh, I kind of wish I had cast it at a... Oh, no. I got three successes. Never mind that. Okay, he rolls willpower to resist. And didn't get any successes, so... He takes three points of stun damage. A physical three stun. Alright, so now he has that a minus three for his actions. So... The force is three. The drain is three. Okay. Because it's minus three plus three. Yep. One, two, three successes on the drain. Awesome. No uh, drain for you. Rolling terribly tonight. Okay, initiative pass. Uh, none of the goons need to roll initiative. Lieutenant rolls initiative. He gets one, so eight, one. Minus three, so five. Kelly rolls. Oh, hey, Kelly has two turns. Nice. And the water elemental rolls, and he gets 15. Jeez. Okay, uh, James, Gray, right, what are yours? Ten. Twelve. Okay. So, water spirit goes first. Uh, he drops the guy in him. And makes an attack against the other guy, the lieutenant guy. So, rolls and gets one, two, three successes. Very close to a glitch there. Versus lieutenant's initiative of eight minus three because of his wounds. So he needs three successes to resist. He doesn't get any. Uh, the water elemental just springs out and engulfs him. Uh, this eight tentacly thing just, you know, swarming all around him, knocking the gun even further away from him. So it's going to do eight damage. So the guy is going to resist with armor minus four, so eight armor, four body, so twelve to resist eight damage. One, two, three, four. So four damage going his way. Uh, yeah, he is overflow. He's down. Battle over. Woo! Awesome. Okay. So, uh, what do you guys want to do? Um, I'm going to walk over to the guy with the throwing knife still in his chest, while invisible, pull it out, and oh, then, that's the guy in front of you. <laughs> oh, the guy in front of me, I should say. Pull the the knife out while still invisible, kind of shift around the room, and then fade back in. Okay. Back towards, like, Mr. Gray. Okay. Uh, so Kelly says, we should probably get out of here fast. Is that... She says, indicating the uh, the kind of guy shooting at you. That's Arendal. Who's Arendal? He's, he's one of the uh, APN guys. Huh. I'll walk over and take his fake left ear. Okay, you pluck off it, kind of comes off with a bit of a pop. Um, then what I'll do is 
I'm going to slap him while he's unconscious. Uh, he's not just unconscious, he's dying. Oh, he's dying? Ugh. Yeah, he's got water coming out of his mouth. In fact, the other guy does too. Um, so, if you guys want to stabilize them, you can. I, I okay, I guess pickpocketing or I guess, I'll, I guess I'll do CPR by like hitting him really hard in his diaphragm so he throws up the water. Are you actually going to do an unarmed attack to do CPR? Or are you actually going to try to CPR? I'll try to do CPR. Okay, I wonder if you have a first aid as a skill, do you? Nope. <laughs> Amateur do you have, CPR. Do you have heal? Nope. Well, good luck. It's uh, logic. Uh, Amateur CPR hour. Do I care? Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Do, do I care? <laughs> they just try to kill me. I don't care. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm uh-huh. going to roll them onto their stomachs. So maybe the water flows out. And I'll leave it up to, to fate. Yeah, okay. Well, see, the thing is, they're in overflow damage, so guess what? They're going to die anyway. <laughs> if they don't get stabilized, they're going to die. <sighs> Although, since there was some firing going down in yeah. the uh, garage, maybe somebody will call the police and, you know, maybe a uh, you know, hospital uh, vehicle might show up. Maybe Doc Wagon, who knows? Fine. I'll put on my glasses and I guess call the police while we're heading. Well, while he's pickpocketing, uh, we'll start heading over to the car and I'll call the popo. Okay. Uh, so here's what you find on the guys. Uh, three of them have standard swords. Uh, they're basically uh, long swords. Nothing special about them. Uh, nothing, no outlandish marking or anything. Uh, they're all wearing armored vest, except for uh, Aronar, which is he's wearing an armored jacket. The gun he had was a Browning Ultra Power. Uh, two bullets missing. Um, and he also had a throwing knife. And he has a small comlink with him as well, and a small dose of cram. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, okay. Um, I'm going to take the gun and okay. the throwing knife. Okay. Um, what is... Yeah, hold on, give me a minute. What's cram? Yeah. It's a drug. Uh, I don't really want it. Uh, cram but... does... It's an extremely popular uh, stimulant. Uh, it can give you a bonus to your reaction and one initiative dice, but you suffer six points of stun damage when it wears off in ten minutes. Mm. No, I'm just going to leave that. I'm sorry, when it wears off in 12 minus body hours. Oh. It takes ten minutes to activate, though. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave. I'm just going to take the uh, throwing knife and the gun. Um, okay. Leave the swords and the cram. Uh, okay. 
Uh, and I'm going to also take the comm link, too. Cool. All righty. Uh, so, yeah, Andrew, you call the cops. Uh, what do you tell them? Um, there was a shootout in this parking garage. I think some people are hurt. Okay, they basically say they're on their way. Uh, stay still, uh, stay there, they actually. Yeah, like you're gonna do that, right? <laughs> I gotta get to work. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, okay, you call, you guys all head out, and you start following Kelly to her townhouse. Okay. So, we're gonna call that for this part of the sh- episode, and take a quick break. Okay. Woo, break! First combat for 5th edition goes down on the 6th World Chronicles. So, the guys have definitely had a rough time with these, uh, you know, so-called elf lovers. And for a pair of elves, they do a pretty good job taking them down, don't they? We'll see how they handle infiltrating that base and finding out exactly what's going up and how to take these guys down. Till then, see you next time. This work is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 Unported License. This means you can share it, you can cut it up, but you have to add a label for all the bits within, including the licenses from the following artists. This week we're following the artist Shira Kamin and their album Music of Waters. The intro music is Dark Tower and the outro is Dark Schist. The album is available from Magnetune.com. Now, how did that old saying go? Never trust a dragon? I hear you could apply it to some of these elves, too. <laughs>